In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live on TokiNet. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, psychic investigator for the New England Ghost Project, the queen of pain, Maureen Wood. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Um... Not much. What about you? Back in California, eh? I am. Yeah, and we survived our little uh, thing at uh, Count Warlock. Yeah, that was, you know, that was fun. Poor Anona, though, because, you know, right, we talked about her off. <laughs> what do you mean, what about Anona? It's not my fault. The month only had 30 days and not 31. <laughs> I mean, it's very simple. It's not my fault. You Are know? you just trying, you know, part of maturity, Ron, is the accepting responsibility for messing up. Yeah, well, you know, there's an old Polish saying, if a man speaks in the forest and there's no woman around, is he still wrong? Okay, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyways, we have, uh, we have a known, uh, well, what, what do they keep saying? A Dorothy on our show, the little witchy. Will you stop? Wait, I'm taking that away from you. Stop pointing this stuff. <laughs> I'm well aware of what's going on here. My God. Don Jones. Don't, don't give Maureen any power. She goes straight to her head. <laughs> Anyways, um, we actually had a, a Dining for the Dead on Monday, which was kind of cool. And uh, I have to say a special thanks, because there's a young lady uh, by the name of Julie who came all the way from Connecticut to see me. So no way. So I think cool. Just drive up from Connecticut to... See me because she loves the podcast. Really? How cool is that? That wasn't Jules that goes, is online, right? Is it someone different? Julie. 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 Okay. Her name is Julie. And she drove all the way up two and a half hours just to see me. So wow. She I was dedicated. Uh, my head was about this big. Or it needs to be medicated. Anyways, but one of the, one of the coolest <laughs> things, she, she loves the podcast. Kidding. Kidding. She, she really loves the podcast, and uh, she's a huge fan of it, and, uh, despite our banter. Uh, but really, yeah. But the interesting thing about it is that she went to Gettysburg, and she made it a point to go to the Lady Gray Farm. No way. Yeah, and she got the most phenomenal photographs where you can actually see these. Uh, I don't know what to call them. I I, I would say spirits, but they're, they're pretty cool. Uh, they they show like a mist or something. 
Yeah, well, yeah, but this is in broad daylight. You could see them up in the balcony. You could see them moving and everything me. else. No, it was really, really cool. Oh, I wish I was able to see those. Yeah, well, you go to those once in a while. You I would. was in California. No, this was Monday. You were in California. It was Monday. Yeah, Monday. Okay, guess I missed I that guess one. you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must have been having a massage. You wanted to see both the rest. I said, well, sorry if you drove two and a half hours. You're not going to see Maureen. Sorry. She said, that's not okay. You were here. That's the important thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure that made you feel good. Uh, it made me feel really good, actually. And, That's and good. I want to thank Roxy's work. She put on a great uh, presentation, which was really awesome. One of the cool things she talked about um, was that, you, you know what a wolf stone is? No. A wolf stone is a big, long, like, you know how they have headstones? Yeah. Okay, this one would be like an L shape. It would go down on the ground and go out. And they used to put those on the old, the, the old graves. And basically what that was to prevent the animals from digging up the bodies. So they were called wolf stones. And that was the bottom half of it. Can you see the bottom half through it? Or is it just what the hell are you talking about? buried underneath the ground part of the bottom? No, it's right up there on the, on the surface. Well, I don't know what they look like, so I'm asking I you. I just told you. Well, you didn't say on the surface, that's all. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so anyways, but the interesting part about it is is that a lot of people would take the wolf stones and use them for in like the foundations and stuff that was just stealing from the Oh, well, cemetery. that's sick. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking what type of paranormal activity would uh, occur. Would that occur? Yeah. yeah, that's kind of bizarre for someone to take the stones and steal them and put them in their house. Right, because uh, there, there was actually a uh, place in Pelham, New Hampshire. Uh, they had a circular driveway, and they went and they cut the lawn, and they had all these stones in the middle of the driveway, so they took them and they put them up on the porch, and once they put them on the porch, all this activity started occurring in the house and everything else. Well, what they were is they were gravestones. Okay, that's really... Yeah, so they were in the middle of this circular driveway, and they moved them into the house, and of course... That's Why would you move them into the house? Because they didn't know what they were. They Did to, they move they, them out of the house? Certainly, after all this <laughs> stuff was going on. Okay. But, At least you learn from their lessons. You know, you get lessons learned. Yeah. Anyways. So, anyways, uh, we have a uh, call on the line, and it's Dawn Jones, and why don't we put her through, and we will talk to her. Dawn, are you there? I am. Hello. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Hi, and, Dawn. Hi. <laughs> and, and for those who don't know who Dawn Jones is, because I certainly didn't, uh, it's Laura's <laughs> new partner in her brand-new radio show. Dawn? Hello. Oh, hello, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> we lost you. Sorry about that. My phone just kind of blinked out a minute there. <laughs> See, that timing's everything. You know? uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something. Every time I talk to Laura, no, how, no, no matter how well charged her phone is, it always goes dead. She can tell you that story. I mean, she, <laughs> she absolutely knows it. When she calls me or I call her, her phone's going to die. She has to plug it in. Oh, it's all the spiritual energy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I heard you had a little uh, spiritual... Well, anyways, before we get get into that, uh, first of all, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Laura, Laura by the way, is our uh, photographer, and she is also a um, uh, Reiki uh, practitioner, and uh, she, what? She, I think she's medium, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Are you paying attention here or what? I'm, I'm kind of in the chat. I'm sorry. I'm kind of in the chat when you're just carrying on so well by yourself. 
<laughs> yeah. And Don, sorry, Don. My God, I'm just trying to respond to people. Too. You know what? The show is for the listeners, not for the chat room. <gasps> the chat room. Okay, guys, hey, cover your ears. <laughs> Don't listen Any, to Ron. Anyway, not that we ever do. Can but. we talk to our guest? Or, yes, John. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, you know, I'm over here being quiet, and now you just harass me. Being quiet. Is it being quiet is annoying our guest? I guess that's being quiet, right? So anyways, uh, Laura is also, I believe, a, a medium as well, I think, don't you? Yes, I do. Will you stop that? I <laughs> yes, I do. I would I do. concur with that also. Thank, yes, you, thank John. you, John. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, basically, I am the typical suburban housewife who reads tarot cards and talks to spirits. <laughs> Um, I am an intuitive. I have been for probably most of my life, but just started working actively with my intuitive faculties about probably about nine or ten years ago. And it's something that I just love to do, and Laura and I have been friends for several years now, and we decided we wanted to host a radio program that would allow other people to kind of follow along with us and learn with us as we learn because we're all teachers as well as students. And uh, we thought that this would be a great opportunity to do something to help other people. So what is the name of the show and when is it on and how can people listen to it? It's called Walking the Path. And they can find, um, they can find the link at blogtalkradio slash walkingthepath. Dot com, I believe it is. I have to double check that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Actually, I think that's pro- probably on be on Laura. Laura. We're talking about Laura Worcester for those who don't know. Uh, she has a uh, uh, MySpace page too. I'm sure the link is on there. Yes, and it is. Um, you can find us on Twitter also at Dawn and Laura, D A W N A N D L A U R A. And, uh, again, the link for Blog Talk Radio is blogtalkradio.com slash walkingthepath. And it is on Monday mornings, every Monday, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And is that, is, you must have read my mind because I was just going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> and the shows are archived. We ran into some technical difficulties last week. Hopefully we won't see that again. Um, but the shows will be archived and everybody can listen in and let us know what you think. <laughs> right. And very cool, very cool. But uh, so, what is what is going to happen with the show? What are we going to find on the show besides you and uh, Laura? Um, we will be doing intuitive readings. We'll be taking callers. Um, we have some some interviews that I, I don't want to discuss right now because they haven't been confirmed. But we will be speaking with um, various metaphysicians and holistic practitioners from all walks of life, all across the board. So many, you know, varied interests because we both have varied interests, and I think that a lot of people kind of share in that with us, and and uh, we'd like to give a voice to those people. So right. I understand the fact that a New England ghost hunter will be on the show as well. <laughs> we <laughs> love Who to have that you. <laughs> Who would that be? I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> you just had a psychic moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you guys are actually going to be doing readings over the year. We will. Yes. Really? Absolutely. Wait a minute. I'm getting an impression. I think he's tall and annoying. <laughs> Just kidding. What, the reader? <laughs> the person is going to be on, the investigator. And so, I mean, what What decided... I'm going to ignore that. I know uh, you are. What, what decided 
you know, I mean, how you? I mean, how, first of all, how long you know Laura? I have known Laura for, I believe, about six years now. Six and, years. Yeah, we actually did meet online, so. <laughs> really? So this was an online romance. <laughs> wow, I got some thoughts in my head now. <laughs> No, no, no. We... Oh, no, no, my no, no, God. No. Clear, 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 uh, clear. I'm clearing. Don, I'm clearing. Don, Don. What did I get myself into? I know. I, I am clearing. Holy okay. crap. Back up to, uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, my God. This is a clean show, you know. Get your mind out of the gutter. What do you think I was there? I was thinking of something yeah, else. Yeah, sure you were. My gosh. Leave those poor girls alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, this is kind of a, a new venture. I mean, do you have any uh, experience in uh, radio? I do not. This is entirely a new experience for me. <laughs> so real. we'll see how that goes. But it, it, it was fun last week. Um, we definitely <laughs> definitely had some fun last week with the uh, trying to stay online. Um, hopefully it will be better this week, but... But I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great experience, and Laura's wonderful to work with. Oh, wait till you go to some haunted locations and you decide to do some remote things. And They're not going to do that. Why not? Spiritual show you. What? Uh-huh. Ghosts on spirit? What? Spirits on whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. You said ghost? You said the I know. I, I hate that. You said that. I said it, and I regretted it. But, um... But no, seriously, you take, never know where you may be going. They No, yeah, they do, because Why? she's in Ohio and Laura's in Drake. So, I mean... They can meet spiritual. Yeah, astral right, project. Here we go again. <laughs> Put my mind down that road again. Okay, here we go. You just go there on your own, Ron. Yeah, You right. don't need any. Okay, let's skip that. <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. So Anyways, they are taking the high approach, which is really cool. They're going to have some great And I, I think it's very Great cool. life teachers. That's yeah. right. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And, Thank you. And we're going to learn lots of things from it, I think. Hopefully, that's the idea. Right. <laughs> And, and do, will you will you accept Collins or or not? Or I mean, I'm not sh- quite sure how you guys set it up. Well, how can they do reading? I was just thinking. Well, I yeah. know you know they're psychic. They could just say, oh, oh, uh, uh, Maureen and Andover, you are going to meet a tall. Oh back. God, drop that! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We will be taking Collins, yes, and we will be doing readings on the air, and as well as you know the interviews um, with content experts, if you will. Um, so it, it's going to be kind of from week to week. We'll have different topics discussed, and, and we'll try to stay within those topics as much as possible. So we're looking forward to it. Well, congratulations! <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. You know, Marmy, I was just thinking you could go on the show and you could uh, channel Michael Jackson. Oh, zip it! Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Just a uh, thought. I, I was no. trying to boost their ratings. That's all. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment on that, Ron. Anyway, <laughs> Dawn, I, I wish you guys really, really a lot of luck with the show. I, I know that Laura's, yes, me too. Laura's a hard worker, and, and I, she's a great kid. And Absolutely. I, I love working with her, and I don't know anything about you, but I'm sure you're okay, too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, thank you. All right, so once again, the name of the show is? Is Walking the Path with Dawn and Laura, and um, you can... You can go directly to the show webpage. That's the www.blogtalkradio.com slash walking the path. And you can find us on Twitter at Dawn and Laura, D-A-W-N-A-N-D-L-A-U-R-A. Do you like Twitter, by the way? 
I do like Twitter. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> I find it annoying. I tend to be a little wordy, so it's difficult for me to stay within those 140 characters sometimes. <laughs> oh, me too. But but it's it's good for what it's used for, I think. And I think, you know, it connects a lot of people. And anything that does that is great in my book. Yeah, but I like Facebook. I think Facebook has the, you know, you can still do that, but you can do so much more. Sure. Yeah, I don't, for me, I don't think you reach as many people, though. I think you do. It's just because they knock you off quicker. Like, I can go in and just, you know, look for people that have similar interests with Twitter. Once you start an account, it seems like you don't get kicked out. I think I had 20 people I was adding on Facebook, and they came back and said they were going to cancel my account. Oh, oh no. 20 at a time. Yeah, I'll be quiet. I don't blame them. No kidding. Do you know it's what so you mean. do? You talk to the dead. <gasps> I would say that so does Dawn. <laughs> No, Dawn is a spiritual person. What? She doesn't do what you do. She doesn't get down and dirty, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Dawn! You need to take a trip here and, and put Ron in line. Let me, let me ask you, 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 you told me you were a, what she told me she was, a medium psychic? I'm an intuitive. I, I wouldn't I, consider What is this with the labels, intuitive? Or well, you're the one asking. Sensitive. Uh, Are you asking? Oh, yeah. Then okay. let her speak. Oh, yeah. Let her speak. I'm sorry. <laughs> People label themselves, and, and I struggled with this myself because I don't want to call myself a medium because, um, as Laura said last week and last week's show, she has mediumistic moments, and that's exactly what it is for me also. I can't turn it on and off at the drop of a hat. No? And no. <laughs> Some people can. I don't, I don't profess to be an expert at that, uh, but it does happen occasionally when I am doing readings. I will. I call it lifting, and, and for me, it, it's a... Uh, sense of energy speeding up and me kind of lifting my energies to, to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something that I can actively control at this point. So, no, I don't call myself a medium. Um, I am an intuitive, and what that means for me is that I work with my intuitive faculties to tap into the, the energy of the person that I'm reading as well as their spirit guides, and, and I kind of leave the field open for any energy that needs to connect with them to come through in a reading. Oh, very so, good. So, I mean, that's what it means to me. Everybody has their own opinion, but, but that's what it is for me. So. Right, very good. And let me ask you a question, mm-hmm. um, Dawn. I know that when I do readings, and, you know, you have some clients that will come to you and they'll say, you know, I have a loved one, so-and-so that's passed. I want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, if, like you said, everybody does it differently. Um, I'm just kind of curious as your take, because the way I perceive it is, I kind of put that open invitation out. When someone's coming, they're coming to do a read. I'm doing a reading for them. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to come in and, and give a message or speak with them, then, you know, that's fine. Right. But I don't go out and call on anyone in, in particular. Absolutely. That's exactly what I do as well. I, I just leave the field open, and I feel that if it's meant to happen, it will happen, and I don't attempt to control it whatsoever in that aspect of things. Right. Um, And I tell people, you know, if you want to contact that person, then all you have to do is contact that person. I mean, you don't need me directly to do that. Right. So, I mean, it's nice to get a message from somebody else, but ultimately I think it's better if you receive that direct communication. And love is what connects us all. So I think that's the true medium. Very well put. Thank you. Love is everywhere. Oh, (laughs) have to listen to that. Anyway, I mean, have you always been an intuitive all your life? I think I have. Um, you know, you go back and look, look at things that happened in your childhood, and 
you know, every, everybody talks about children having imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I had one, but I could really see her. <laughs> so, you know, looking at things like that from an adult's perspective, um, I question whether that was really, you know, a spirit guide. And once I got old enough and people told me, well, that's your imaginary friend, I thought, oh, okay, well, <laughs> goodbye to that. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think being intuitive is bred out of us by society. And, and I would say, yes, I probably have been all my life, but just within the last decade or so is when I really started working with it. Okay. Now, well, that's, that's kind of like, so, I mean, how did your mother, like, uh, did you, like, have a sit-down talk with your mother and say, you know, Mom, I'm intuitive? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, are you talking about the imaginary friend thing or? Yeah. Okay. No, I, you know, you'd see, I don't know, sitcoms on television where kids would do this. And, and I think that's where I realized, okay, well, this is obviously an imaginary friend and I can make it go away. Well, you know. (laughs) They didn't go away? They did. Yeah. I remember, I vividly remember sitting there going, okay, you got to go now. I'm done with this. And I never saw I would call it a spirit guide. I never saw my spirit guide again. Physically saw them. Right. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Well, no, yeah. it's free will, though, right? I mean... Yeah, you gave it the boot. <laughs> well, no, but I mean... You're fired, right? <laughs> you could always turn it around. I mean, it's it's sure. at the time, maybe it was not something you were comfortable with, you know? Right, right, and, and that's true, too. But, I mean, you always... Hindsight's twenty twenty, and and you look back at things like that as you get older and get more experience in life and go, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> right. But, well, meant to be, it will be. Yes, exactly. So, do you have, like, your cards with you now so you can do a reading for me? You know, I would have to do preparation. I wasn't expecting to do reading. Oh, do preparation. You know, that's a cop-out. You know, I, I, I think it's kind of comical. And you, let yeah, me tell yeah, you that, John. John will no, not no, let no. anybody read his cards. So, he probably figured that I, I you wouldn't read anyway. Right. He knew she, you didn't have them. See that? <laughs> He's just trying to push a button. I would have to. I, I do meditation work prior to doing readings, but I would have to have gone through that before actually getting on the phone with you. And I'm sorry, I'm just not prepared to do that right I, now. I understand totally. I, I know before that I do the show, I do meditation and get myself in a good place. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so full of bahooey. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Forget it. You know, anybody <laughs> listening knows that's a lot of crap. <laughs> Oh, can I say that? Peace and light. <laughs> I'm peace and light. Oh, my God. Okay. You kill, you just, you know, never mind. Anyways, so I, 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 <laughs> so once I, we're going to say goodbye to you now. All righty. Because I want to be her. <laughs> it was a pleasure speaking with you, Don. Thank was. you very much. It was my pleasure to be on the show, and thank you for having me. And, and we'll have to reciprocate the favor soon. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Very good. And, and good luck with the show. Thank yeah, you Good very luck much. with the show. Once again, it's on Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard yes. Time. It's yes. Dawn and Laura. It's called Walking the Path. Correct. Uh, are you kidding me? I got that all right. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing in itself. Wow, I am psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn, thank you so much. Thank you for having Thanks. me. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah bye-bye. 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 Well, that was cool. Yeah, she was awesome. She, huh. You know what's funny? She her voice sounds a little bit like Laura, doesn't she? Really? Do you think that that's probably why? I mean, they really they get this really sweet, kind sound. I've never thought of Laura as sweet and kind.
tiny. She but, is. Whatever. Don't be picking on Laura. Anyways, uh, the number here is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or you can join us live in the TogiNet chat room, which they got all kinds of hip people in there, but Maureen, stop paying attention to it. Uh, I am not. I mean, I am. You know, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to address, too, is, is like, uh, investigations and stuff, right? Because we get a lot of... Oh, before I do that, I have another email. Okay? Yes. And this one is aimed at you. <gasps> Uh-oh, what I do? Right. You're so evil. You said that to me today. You try to set me up, and you try to make me wonder what it was all about. I'm going to talk to you about some things. I, I, right. I have to talk to you some things. Online? Right. <laughs> you and, just want to push my button, so I'll post Anyways, it. for you, for you, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, for you Canadians, hey, <laughs> 903-595-3273, or 877-864-4869, or join us live in the Tuggy chat. Mm. Oh, just get to the point. Anyways, so I got this email on you, okay? On me. On you. It was all about you. I mean, it really was. This is from a listener okay. who absolutely loves the podcast. And she's tired of you, okay? Why? Apologizing for being anxiety in our new book. She says, of course you would be an anxiety. Oh, well, that if was If you nice. weren't scared and thing, she says, you would be something wrong because you should be. I mean, that, you're oh, going well, thing. Oh, thank you. If she's listening, she probably isn't. But if she's listening, and you know why? Probably not anymore. <laughs> no. I, well, I'm thanking her. And you know why? Why? Because... You know, I've talked with many people about with that book coming out, right? Right. And well, September first, as long as it's out, out of work, I talk about the book. But anyway, um, it's it's you know when you're writing a book anyway. For those of you who love to write, or you know they do poetry or songs, it's bearing your soul as it is to write, correct? But how about? I think we bear our soul pretty much exactly. <laughs> and I'm saying, oh my God, because it's not just typically bearing your soul, but you know. I, you, how do I put it? I have to face people, and and people are going to read this thing and be afraid of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's easy for you to say. For those who want a little taste of the book, there's actually a, uh, if you go on my space page, which is the uh, New England Ghost Project page. Oh, you didn't little, put that clip up there. A, there's a little clip on there for, about the book, so you can actually, uh, I did a little interview with the little son, and it's on there. It, it's kind of a, a neat little clip. In fact, I could probably bring the audio up, uh, Eric. Uh, I think we could do that, right? Can't we bring the audio <gasps> up? Maybe. Yeah, so uh, he's going to go bring that audio up so we can actually hear the little clip on the, the book. You let me know when that's ready, uh, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> com. If you go on, uh, oh, no, MySpace page. It's uh, whatever it is. You're a MySpace friend. Figure it out. Oh, how good are you? It's not like I'm technical. So anyways... Uh, Mr. Scientist, the, the the book is yeah. There's a difference between science. I'm and just technical. giving you a hard time. Yeah. Anyways, the book is um, very much like Maureen said. It. It's bearing our souls. You will read things in it that you would never expect from Maureen right. and myself. And and you know what? One of the scariest ones I had to. I was away on vacation for a couple of days with my husband, and um, you know, here I am. I have. Ron and I both received the uncorrected advanced copies because they're supposed to read through them, remember? And so I brought it with me when I went away for a few days, and my husband picks up the book when I'm not even aware of it, and he starts reading the chapter of the Concord Inn where he is in. Um, let's just say it was an interesting 
morning when I got up and he just kind of looked at me like, oh my God, I can't believe you put that in there. And he was like, you know, so it, it was a little scary for him too. And um, yeah, he's a little nerve wracked about the fact but that But I, I mean, it, there's also parts in there. I mean, it's written in your point of view and my point of view. Correct. So first person. So I think right. you get deeper level of emotions that and, way. I mean, our feelings are actually in it and, and how we feel towards each other at times. Right. I think that would be the break. <laughs> we'll be right back in I guess. Cowboys and Indians, 11 to noon Central, Tuesdays on Toggy. I'm Eric Williams, third-generation NFL player, Super Bowl winner from the Washington Redskins. I've been in the trenches. I know what I'm talking about, especially when I'm going to get some spiked hair cowboy groupie. Cowboys and Indians. Get the lowdown. Yeah, you want to be in the thick of it. I, you know, that's what you no, want. I know how hard it is. Like, okay, no, well, I don't got... give me this. What have you done lately? But every NFL team hasn't done anything okay, lately. Okay, but they have the most talented team in the NFL. Get the smackdown. You are absolutely nuts. Are you kidding me? You've been hitting the head too many times in those trenches, my friend. Cowboys and Indians. 11 to noon Central. Tuesdays on Toginet. Radio with a cutting edge. Or join us live in the Togai chat room. No. <laughs> no what? Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't know what they're doing. Anyways, uh, we have a guest on our line, which is our regular guest, and that is because it was actually last week, but now it's this week because this month only has 30 days instead of 31. So, anyways, let's bring on our favorite astrologer, Miss. Uh, <laughs> I know are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, I had to, I had to beat Ron to the punch and put you on with the. I will drop the call. <laughs> you, you annoy me one more time. Hey, it's not my fault. Come on. <laughs> don't worry, you know, and he's talking to me. <laughs> oh. All right. She's got a little bit of power. I let her go in the stack room, and she's like pressing <laughs> buttons and doing stuff all over the place. Anyway. Uh. It must be in the in the stars. Tell me, is it Anona? Oh yeah, it can. Yeah, these, these the eclipses are. People are feeling it a lot early. Right. We're feeling it all pretty early. Just uh, wacky. You're feeling what? Um, oh, just the energy of it. It's just the the energy that's happening. You know, before these eclipses, it's just it is. It's all wacky. Everything, if, if for lack of a better word, and I'm sure there is one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the first thing you learn about eclipses is they're wild cards. 
You know, they're just absolute wild cards. I mean, they're like they, right? Yeah, exactly. Unpredictable and <laughs> out there. Exactly. And masculine. Oh, yeah, right. That was in the cards. <sighs> I don't know about that one. I yeah, which thanks. one it is? <laughs> some are masculine, some are feminine. It depends. And then sometimes they're both. And do I get to vote? What's that? Do I get to no. vote? <laughs> <laughs> if you want. <laughs> All right, I'll be nice. If you want. All right. So, you want me to get right to it, or do you want get right to it? Because I have to uh, find the stupid links, and nobody else can find the thing. Oh, you do. Okay. So, anyways, so with eclipses, we have uh, a lunar eclipse coming up on July seventh. And so beforehand, and it's in the energy, the sun is in Cancer, and the moon is in Capricorn. And the one, the, the num- there's a number of things to understand about eclipses. And the first thing really is, is that they're wild cards. They shake us up so we can move forward and so we can evolve, mature. And they do it at a fairly, a fairly fast pace. Usually within, you know, four days either side of an eclipse, we, we get clues and hints. This is where we pay, we should pay attention to synchronicities in our life. Um, and if something's really giving us a lot of trouble, we should really focus and, and see and examine in ourselves what, what's going on. Because this is what eclipses will do. They bring big news of big events. And um, they can happen to us or they can happen around us. I mean, I know plenty of people that um, the last eclipses we had in January and February, they personally didn't have any big issues, but, you know, a close family member either was sick or, you know, it's big, big things that we all, we all have to deal with something. And you can see the world has gotten quite shook up over the last couple of weeks with a lot of... Yeah, well, people are dropping like flies. People are dropping like flies. Yeah. And, and you know, actually, it, it's, it's good energy to be born around an eclipse. It makes you a pretty intense person, but it's also, it may, it, it's also good energy, from what I can tell, spiritual to pass around an eclipse. It just sets our spirit and our soul up for when we come in next time, you know, for um, different types of energy, better energy, things so we can really shift if we were really stuck, mm-hmm. you know. And so this is, and so while we're still alive <laughs> and yeah. we're curious about what's going on, I mean, there are marriages and divorces and births of babies and career breakthroughs and loss of jobs and just everything you can think of. Surgery, depending on, you know, where these eclipses might happen in your own chart. So there are big life-changing events. Hmm. What happens with most of these eclipses? Now, let me ask you this, Anona. I mean, there's typically, I mean, we have different life-changing events that take place all the time, but basically there's a span of time that it's just more hectic of frenzies than it normally is. I mean, what is that length of time going to be? With an eclipse, first off, there's, there's, three, different, um, there's three different time periods for eclipses. And, again, we have three in a row this summer, which is rather rare, but it happens. But it, it only happens every, every few years. We actually have six eclipses this whole year. And usually there's four. So it, so we do have a few extras this year. And this is, you know, what's shaking everybody up. And so with the eclipses, like here we have one on July 7th. So you go within, you know, generally within four days either side of that date. And those are where the energy is most intense. Hmm. Now, a lot of people will feel, might not feel anything in that time period. And you'll feel it a month and a day later. Huh? Yes. 
because the moon comes all the way around again and eclipses and, and triggers the same point that it was eclipsed at the month before. Mm, that could mean, well, we're having six this year. That could mean a lot of days with a lot of craziness. So it would be deja vu? Yes. Yes. And, and the thing with eclipses is when we have four in a year, and again, this year is six, but we have four in a year, it's, it's, it's all in um, a couple of different signs. And it, it stays, you know, and it basically slowly moves. Like this year we have, you know, Aquarius Leo is what we had in the beginning of the year. Um, and now we're having Cancer and Capricorn. And then by the time we get to the end of, you know, to August, we're back in um, some Aquarius energy. And then in December, the same thing. So, you know, it goes, it, it slowly clicks its way forward. You know, the next year it will be the next sign and then the next sign. And so it, we, it kind of slowly clicks forward. And with eclipses, I mean, a lot of people that listen to the show do a lot of moon magic. A lot of Wiccan um, witchy stuff is done around, you know, the moon cycles. And eclipses are more intense. You know, they're, they're ten times intenser than a regular uh, full moon and a regular new moon, just because we have the earth completely lined up with the sun and the moon. So it just intensifies everything. And so if you're having a birthday, and I'd even say within a week or so if you're having a birthday, um, it's just a very, the whole year. Are you guys going on a break? I hear music. <laughs> really? And how long have you had this uh, problem? <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Ron hit the wrong button. <laughs> Blame Ron. <laughs> See that? Keep your hands off the buttons, Ron. Yeah, there's going to be some uh, button pushing here. So yeah. for anybody who's listening, I mean, if your birthday is, is coming up, it's this week, um, it, it's a big year. It, it'll be a big year. And since we're having, since this eclipse is a full moon, full moons are about, you know, what do we need to release first? All mm-hmm. right, so... That's why things shift and change, what needs to leave our life at this point in time, just so we can clear the deck, so to speak. So close one door, open another. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I have a, a niece who is, her birthday is July 8th. Okay. And all I, that she's the epitome of needing to close the door in one situation and open another. I so. like to close the door, yeah. <laughs> no, she, she just has, you know, just a lot of drama going on. How old is she? She's 28. Oh, she's having her Saturn return as well. Really? This is a big opportunity for her to shift. She she does need to shift. Yeah. Saturn returns to the original position um, from when you were born. It's a return um, around 28 and a half to 29, 30 years, and that's a period of growing up. And um, she's having an eclipse during a Saturn return. This is this is huge for her. She definitely needs to pay attention and um, really buckle down if she's been, uh, I don't know, not just screwing off mostly and, and, you know, not learning and slowly growing Mm -hmm. over these last, you know, especially the last 10 years, then this will be be a trying time for her. Things will leave her life or um, there's just a lot of big shifts that have to happen around that, during that Saturn return. Life is, does not always, it's not always easy during a Saturn return. This eclipse will kick it into gear. Yeah, and you know, and for that, I mean, I, I kind of see that, so I'll have to let her know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so exciting. It is. Well, I know it doesn't mean a lot to everybody out there, but it does to me. So thank you, Anona. You're welcome. And so what we, one of the things we need to focus on with this July 7th 
um, just doing a chart for the moment of the eclipse with this July 7th eclipse, uh, the moon's in the sixth house. And so basically what everybody can expect is the daily routines to change. Really? It, yeah, and it is about health and your, your daily work, and these will be playing a big role. I mean, look at the people that have suddenly passed away. Right. I mean, yeah. I know people pass away every day, but these are at least people, you know, the collective consciousness whether you care for Michael Jackson or not or any of the other folks that have passed away, still the collective consciousness, a large group of people are mourning and then sending out love and compassion to the family and his children and, you know, even Farrah Fawcett's family, just right. all of that. You can feel this. And this is, you know, a collective consciousness thing. And so even on a grand scale, the eclipses are already kicking in to bring people's consciousness up a little higher. And, and, and it's, I think it's a good thing. We need, we need stuff like this. I mean, I knew, I could tell with these eclipses happening that something big would draw a lot of people's attention and really bring the, you know, the world to a place of, you know, feeling sad or happy or something. Some big event would happen with this cancer energy that these eclipses are coming into. And so, and here it is already. It happened a little earlier. I'm kind of hoping that's all it is. <laughs> Yeah, now, now, Dorothy, let me ask you this. It doesn't, I mean, it's a little digressing, but I have to ask, I'm asking your opinion. Um, growing up, all I've heard from my mother was, you know, when someone passes, it comes in threes, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm just asking her opinion. Um, and, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But then, you know, we had Ed McMahon, right? Yep. And it seems like people that were in the spotlight, then it was Tyra Fawcett, Michael Jackson. Now we have... Who was the other guy that Kyle Malvin? Yeah. Billy the Billy Mays. Man. Yeah. Right. So that means what? There's another one coming? Gail yeah. Storm. Yeah. Um, really? Gail Storm died. Yeah. Oh yeah. geez, that's amazing. I mean, I don't know. I hope we're done. Why don't you done. say, well, it comes in sixteen thousands. No, I mean people die what? every day. I know they die, but not this many in this cluster. Of course they do. It's yeah, line happens. It does happen, but you know, the, when it comes in threes, for me. Since I, I'm looking at every, you know, this from an astrological point of view, when things come in three, you know, I'm always talking about Mercury retrograde because that, that one happens more than anything. Oh, Everybody knows that, okay? The planet goes forward, that's one. It goes back, that's two. And then it goes forward again, that's three. So basically, if it's hitting a certain point in your chart, you have three opportunities to work through uh-huh. something. That's how it is for me. And so with July, this July 7th eclipse, we all just know our daily routines are shifting and changing. And that's mainly what it's about. You know, the, the, the sun is in the 12th house. And so right on the ascendant of, of the chart of the day. And so that just makes us um, feel the spiritual side of things. And, and it, it, again, it speaks to people passing because that, that's the part of the chart that is about spirits and spirit life and the unknown and the things we can't see. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's, that's some of the things we have to look forward to. Wow. <laughs> the Any 21st eclipse is very different. <laughs> if I'm on before the 21st of July, I can talk about that one then, but I did promise or maybe I think Ron might have promised last time that I would do a couple people. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes, I think one of them was Leslie. What is this Ron will promise? No, Ron did. He said if our listeners want to send something in, and I think there was a few people that said, was it Bob and Leslie? Or? I have Bob and Leslie ready to go. So really? Two, so you yeah. did up their little thingy? I did with, with, um, with, the, uh, with just this first eclipse. Okay. So... 
You so, uh, who are you calling? going first? Um, or, or are they together? Uh, does it matter? No, I have to do them separate. I can just start talking, but I have Leslie up first. So. Okay, so Leslie, if you're listening, this is for you, girl. All right, so let me get my notes. Where did I put my notes? Here. Oh, good start. <laughs> I, I can see you're not a Piscean, otherwise you'd be well organized. Oh, right. I, I am organized. I <laughs> the wrong tab. <laughs> I have my notes. You know, I got to focus on this. So for for Leslie, what we look at is the full moon. So the full moon for Leslie is in the second house in her chart, and so what that is all about, and is it's about finances and how she earns her money. And so, Leslie, how you earn your money is what is highlighted now. And so it can either be that you need to collect money that is owed to you or money that is owed to you comes in, or it's time for you to start cleaning up a lot of bills and time to um, not spend so much. Sometimes <laughs> I don't the know that she spends a lot. I don't know Leslie, so it's hard for me to to to, uh, to ask her questions. But you know, if she if she's spending a little too much right now, that is some of the um, the feedback you'll actually get when having um, an eclipse in this area. You might want to go spend money just to make yourself feel a little better. The second house, while it's finances and the money you earn, it's also your self esteem and how you feel about yourself. And sometimes, if you're feeling down, you go shopping. And so, Leslie, you can be doing one or the other. You can either be spending too much or you can be cleaning up all your bills. And so that's part of what this eclipse will highlight for you. And when an eclipse, another thing in the time, uh, Maureen, that you asked about, when wherever an eclipse happens to land in our charts, um, that energy tends to be um, strong and valid for three months. Hmm, okay. So for Leslie, she's going to be able to work through, you know, cleaning up the bills or definitely needs to pay attention to not uh, not uh, overspending. And, and then just focusing on what's important for her as far as her self-esteem goes, you know, because it's okay to, you know, get a fresh haircut or some nice new makeup or things like that, but, you know, not overdoing it. Well, you know, I think what Le- Leslie's problem is, um, you know, she- <laughs> All right, what? What? Well, she's she's worked all year, you know what I'm saying? You know, and now it's summer vacation and she feels that she Time des- to pate. She deserves something. So I oh, think Leslie's on. So that I think that uh Hey Leslie, you there? I am. Can you yes. speak for yourself though? I I can. Excellent. Um, I, I am 30 seconds behind whatever you were just saying, so I had to turn down my, my computer so I couldn't hear what was going on. Right. The last thing I heard was um, I have to start focusing on my finances. Yes. And I either have to start cleaning up my bills or I have to stop spending or something like that. Well, I have two children in college that I have to save up for, so I was focusing on uh, cleaning up my bills. Okay, because that's, that's one of the main things that I can see here. With that eclipse in the, in the second house, it really is about... Um, those finances, you know, the, the money that you earn. But, you know, since we're going to, you, you mentioned that, I'm going to look at where the sun is, and the sun is over in the eighth house. And what that tells me, that's other people's money. And so if you're out there, if you're needing to get school loans, borrow money, refinance things with the sun in that area of your chart, this is highlighting that. So you're either, you're either in too far, too much debt, or if you need to go and, and do some more financing, get the kids through school, 
that energy is available to you. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so that's an opportunity for you to do that. Okay. You know, so, and then a couple other planets are in an area of your chart. I'm actually looking at the money houses in your chart are all activated except for one of them. And so you have other people's money that you can definitely, I don't know if you want to do this through home loan. I don't know if that's even available anymore. Uh, Leslie, you can go see Maureen. I'm sure she'll take care of you. Oh, fantastic. Here, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sarah> Leslie. <laughs> but two other planets, Mars and Venus, are in another area of your chart that is all about, you know, what you do on a, every, on a regular basis. So do you work outside of home? Um, right now I'm off. I'm on school vacation. I work in an elementary school. So. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm right. jealous. So you, you still have income in the summer? Personally, me, no. My husband does, but I, <laughs> I take the summers off. Well, there you go. Other people's money. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, so that, that's, those are the two things that, that are the main focus. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, um, do you want me to get any more specific? Sure, go ahead. Well, what do you want to know? Um, well, I, I honestly have been, you know, really worried these past couple of weeks about refinancing and... Um, do you see things working out in that area, or is it just not that far ahead that you can see? Um, with this eclipse, that's definitely possible because actually that part, this part of your chart, all three eclipses coming up, mm-hmm. July 7th, July 21st, and August 5th, are all in that eighth house. The sun is in that eighth house because you have a very big eighth house, and so... It's just all done by math, but it's all in there, and so that tells me that that is the focus. Okay. So, yes, that is energy that you should do. Fantastic. I would definitely focus on it in July. Mm-hmm. Um, if you focus on it around the August 5th eclipse, you might get more than you need, which means you have to pay more back later. Mm-hmm. All right? I mean, that's not a bad thing <laughs> in some ways. Right. So you have to decide on a personal level whether that is appropriate for you or not, because the planet Jupiter will be involved there. And so with Jupiter in your natal first house, and when you were born, Jupiter was in your, fir- in your, sorry, in your eighth house, and that tells me that whenever you need to borrow money um, or use other people's money, it is, um, it's, it's probably always available to you. It, it should not be an issue for you. Well, that's a relief. That's yeah. good news. All right. Real, yeah. Okay. So yep. why don't we bring Bob on and then... Um... We can, because we only have so much time. Okay. Okay, well, thank you very much, Anona. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye, Leslie. Bye, Bye Leslie. Okay. Hey, Bob. Hi. How you doing? Um, okay. Just sitting there. Very <laughs> cool. Anona, you're all set. All right, Bob. Are okay. you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. So for you, Bob, the full moon is in your 12th house. It's right on the ascendant. And so what that tells me is that right now, and this is uh, very metaphysical. I don't know how spiritual you are, but um, your spirituality, your intuition, your dream time. Do you do a lot of work with, with, um, with these guys that, in ghost hunts and things? Mm, uh, well, I'm just getting a little raw and hanging out, so maybe yes. All right, because this is the area that's highlighted in your chart right now. Hey, how do you like that, Bob, huh? Okay, let's go, Ron. Yeah, so rock and roll. Really, <laughs> so the, it's very intense, that, you know, that moon energy in that 12th house. It's very intense. And so if you have any barriers that need to be broken or released, 
so you can connect more with the spirit world or connect more, you know, if you like to meditate or it's all very um, spiritual energy. It's, it's not grounded energy at all. Is that mm-hmm. something you've been working on at all or no? Uh, a little bit, yeah. A little bit? Well, you're a Gemini. You should be doing a lot of different things. Yeah, well, I am focusing on things. You are focused. Sure Which Bonnie? You sure you got the the right Bob now, right? <laughs> it's the Ron, right Bob. Please. <laughs> Wait, is Bob not? I, I don't know. I met you at uh, on the live broadcast from Circle of Wisdom. Oh. oh. Okay. You was. Oh yes, I remember. Okay, so I'm the right Bob. You are yeah. the right Bob. <laughs> okay. So one of the things, another one of the things with this moon, full moon eclipse in your 12th house is to um, avoid confrontation. I try that all the time. Okay. Because whatever is going on around you during this time period, you don't have all the information. You're kind of right. at a disadvantage. So just during that week, you know, again, that day and then three or four days on either side of it, just um, it's best to trust your instincts more so than what anybody else is telling you. Right. I always try to avoid confrontation. I'm a frail old man. Okay. <laughs> That's why you should be. Oh, you're not old. What are you kidding me? <laughs> I have your birthday in front of me. And yeah. so where the sun is at during this eclipse, because the sun is the one causing this eclipse, um, it's in the sixth house, and that is um, your everyday routine right. and your health. So it's important that, um, so you know, actually the sun is in that area right now, but the eclipse on the 7th of July just activates all of that. So are you feeling well? Um, yes, I'm in good health. Excellent. So how about your everyday work? That should be picking Well, I'm up. unemployed, so I'd have no everyday work. <laughs> all right. Then you need, then this is a very, a very good opportunity to, to hunt, or are you sick of hunting for a job? I'm not sick of hunting. I have to hunt. <laughs> okay. All right, because you have that, all of that is an opportunity for you to present yourself well and to, um, if you get into interviews, the energy around that does tell me that out of the blue you can get a job offer. Mm-hmm. All right? Are you ready for that? Yes, I am. Excellent. I'm, I'm actually very ready. <laughs> Excellent. Well, get a little bored, are we, Bob? Mm-hmm. Get a little bored, are we, Bob? Well, we're on, when are you going to go with the, uh, the little cemetery? Yeah, well, whenever the queen here makes up her mind. <gasps> Your Highness, I beg you. <laughs> <laughs> my life, my wait, life, wait, 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 my life revolves around the queen. You know? uh, evolved? Yeah, it's pretty much. It's oh. evolved, Ron, but yeah. anyway. So anyways, what else do you have there for Bob? Anything else? Uh, yeah, I do, Bob. You know, I mean, this eclipse is making a really good aspect to, to, to the planet Jupiter in your chart. And that really tells me that there is some big opportunities that are, are right in front of you. And to really help with finances, to help with um, where you live, whether it's you, you needing to move to a different place or you're just needing finances to help pay for rent because being unemployed for a long time doesn't help that any. These areas are all being activated, and it would be very helpful for you to, um, to pay your bills and to move if you need to move. So okay. the energies are, are favorable for you to uh, find work. <clears throat> okay, that's what I need, because I don't want to move. I have a nice little penthouse apartment here. So, <laughs> okay. Excellent. All right, Very Bob, good. we want to thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, you Ron. Be thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. With me. <laughs> All right. Bye now. Okay, bye. bye. All right, now we have that great clip in order, so you want to hang on. Uh, 
Eric, you want to play that clip for us? We decided to do the book because, first of all, Maureen and myself both love writing. And second of all, we want to share our experiences with uh, you know, the general public and basically people who can't do what we do. Lizzie Bordenhouse, who very scary for some people. Not for Van Helsing, he fears nothing. Uh, Lizzie Bordenhouse, of course, uh, has the reputation of being one of the most haunted places in America. So when we had the opportunity to investigate it, we couldn't pass it up. We came over with uh, English uh, Ghost Hunting Club and also a Welsh psychic, uh, Gavin Cromwell. And we went in one late night. It was a Sunday night. And it was very dark. And as soon as you get into the place, you could feel the spirits. The darkness, like from the cellar, came up the stairs and you could almost grab you. It was so thick. So the first experience we had with the Lizzie Borden house was in the kitchen where this darkness uh, was trying to channel through Maureen. And uh, she tried to fight it, and she was in the twilight where it almost got her, but she still had control. And I came in the room, and she was filled with anger and, and hatred. In fact, there was a hatchet in the basket, because it is the Liz Lizzie Boyden house, and she said uh, if she could have find it, she would have drove it under my skull. So there you have it. Welcome oh. to my world. That's yeah. A little, <laughs> that's a little clip from the book, uh, the uh, thing we did with the Lowell Sun. Uh, so anyways, and Noah, we're just about out of time, so I, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, kid. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next month, I guess, if it has 31 days in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Oh, <laughs> Thank man. you, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was cool. Yeah, she did a great job. Well, that show's gone. Another one down the tubes, as we like to say, in the business. Really? Is that what you like to say? In the business, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Full of the business. So, anyways... Uh, <laughs> Tune in on um, Tuesday on uh, Ghost Chronicles International with uh, 3 p.m. on TojiNet and Pararex Radio for Richard Felix and myself. And we have actually, well, you know what, we had a, a big announcement, but we're going to make it now. Uh, Richard Felix is actually coming over here this summer, and we are shooting the pilot for a new television series, uh, which will include uh, Richard and a certain local New England group. So that would be kind of neat anyway. So I, I have something to look forward to this summer. But anyways, uh, also tune in to Laura and Dawn's new show, which is on uh, Mondays at 11 p.m. on Bob Talk Radio. That's Dawn and Laura. And uh, I guess it's time to wrap it up. I guess so. So uh, anything you want to add there? Great one? Uh, nope. No? you going, <laughs> going somewhere? Are you going to leave me again? I am. I'm going to, to uh, I'm actually going away for the weekend. And then, by the way, everybody have a wonderful 4th of July this weekend. Really? Um, we'll be talking to you. Well, actually, Juan will be talking to you after the 4th, because I'll be in New York City next Wednesday night. Ooh, yeah, but ooh. you'll be doing a show with me, right? Um, maybe. I hope so. I want to, but I don't know. I'll be in New York. It's going to be kind of tough. What? You can't talk in New York? Is that a, one of the laws there or something? It's a con. It's, it goes on through 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night. Well, okay. it's time to wrap it up. Say <laughs> 
So good night. And God bless. It's time for luxury living. It's time for an elegant enclave. It's time to deliver us, good Lord. The shining.